This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual are Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. Hello. And we have two special guests today. Mike. Say hello, Mike. Hey. And Brian. Say hello, Brian. Hello. He showed up this time, folks. Yes. <laughs> All right. Heck, today. I, yeah. I, was, I told you last night I was going to show up. Uh, Dicks. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> All right. Today we're going to be talking about... Transformers the movie, the cartoon from the 80s. Right, Alex? Don't, that don't sound so enthused. Correct. <laughs> Released in 1986. Take it away. Transformers the movie was... Uh, it's awesome, first of all. Let's get that out of the way. Okay. And okay. Uh, it, it was actually... Okay, wait, cha-cha. Does it okay cha-cha. Where does hey, it rank cha-cha. in your top movies, Alex? Because all these movies you talk about are always in your top five. <laughs> This one's got to be in my top. Actually, 6.5. It's almost in my top five. You're such a liar. <laughs> no, this is in my top 20 easy. No, it's not. Why not? Because. It can be in my top 20. All right. Anyways, this movie was made because it was um, meant to be a bridge between seasons two and three of the Transformers uh, cartoon series. So this movie takes place 20 years in the future from season two, which is in 2005. Whoa. Yeah. And hey, they have hoverboards in 2005 in this movie. (laughs) It starts off and the Decepticons have pretty much won the battle for Cybertron, so they rule the planet, but the Autobots aren't out of it yet. They're on uh, Cybertron, which is the home planet of the Autobots, as everybody knows has a few, uh, two moons that are orbiting it, and that's where the Resistance is uh, staging uh, an upcoming battle to take over, you know, Cyber, uh, Cybertron from the Decepticons. Everybody up to speed? The yeah. GoBots, the <laughs> GoBots. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for those I of believe, you who weren't rich I enough to... The main... I, I believe the the name of the Autobot City was Autobot City. Dot com. But yes, it was on Earth. <laughs> what? Autobot City on Earth, where they set up a base and everything, and the whole the whole city transformed transforms into like an uh, armor base with guns and everything, which w- would have been pretty kick ass if it was a toy. But I don't think that was ever released. Yeah. Autobot City was a toy. Oh, sweet! Was it sweet? It was- Oh, yeah. Oh, it was giant. Could you afford it? No. <laughs> I was so bummed. And uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah, because there was, there was the regular Autobot City, mm-hmm. at, who was Metroplex, that's right. And then there was the, the one that they made a, like a couple years later, which was the Headmaster Autobot City, which was like twice as tall. It's the biggest, biggest Transformer they ever made. Was it kind of like that building toy that didn't make the cut in the movie Big? <laughs> it was it was at least twice as cool as that it was oh, actually okay. really cool like because you know it was a headmaster so the head would pop off and turn into a robot that head was as tall as the old the original optimus prime it, oh, was, it was really giant <laughs> that's huge and my cousin had the uh metroplex and he trashed it and it got thrown away and i was like i, I think i still resent him <laughs> So, Alex, you said that this was meant to bridge the gap. Uh, so, yeah. so what what did they do to to try to make it into a movie as opposed to just an extended episode? No, they pretty <laughs> much crammed like a whole maybe season's worth of content into this one movie, into eighty four minutes of nonstop action. Now, in the movie, there's actually a couple, you know, days, maybe a week that goes by, but you can't tell from the editing 
because the movie looks like it just happens in real time. Yeah. But um, the other reason why this movie is so cool is because there's a lot of on-screen deaths. Like, characters get killed off left and right in this movie. Yeah. I was going to say, for a kid's movie, I was watching some highlights of this earlier to refresh my memory. And Autobots especially are just getting murdered left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, there's no real confirmed deaths of Decepticons, <laughs> only Autobots. Well, ex- Starscream. Starscream is the confirmed death. Oh, yes. Because he gets... The one. He gets... He gets turned into dust right before right before our eyes mm-hmm. by Spock. Yeah, <laughs> Leonard Nimoy. But aside also, from spoilers, aside from Optimus Prime biting the big one, which was you know huge, uh, there's also like Ironhide, Prowl, Ratchet, Brawn, Windcharger, and Wheeljack that get on-screen deaths. Oh, and it's it's brutal. Yeah, there. I think it was Wheeljack that got shot like through the chest a bunch of times, then sort of close up on his face, and then smoke and spark starts coming out of his mouth. Like, oh, it was gross. Uh, and wasn't it Ironhide? Like, his wasn't he the first one to go down? He turns around, pulls out his gun, and then his chest opens up from a laser blast, and then it just spills out, and he topples over, and it's like, wait, are they yeah. killing the Autobots? Yeah, it's like <laughs> shit got shit just got real. Right, so there, there's a bunch of fights, and a bunch of fights. The, the Decepticons take over, as you said. Like, what, what happens from there? Um, the Autobots actually have to come back to Earth to get some uh, uh, some more energon in order to s- start their coup, like their next day. But the Decepticons get wind of this, so they follow them back to Earth, and then there's this huge battle at Autobot City. And that's where uh, Optimus Prime and Megatron have their showdown. And unfortunately, Optimus Prime doesn't make it. Now, they're both critically injured, but Optimus Prime is actu- actually sustains non-repairable um, wounds. But, like, half an hour later, there's a guy that's completely dismembered, and they just put his arms and legs back together, and he's fine. So, I don't know. All right, so so when, they, when they get hurt, do they just take him to a mechanic? Yeah. Actually, they do. Yeah, Except for this Jack. movie, they, they, they die. Oh, it's because they killed Wheeljack. They killed the mechanic. Oh, that's true. <laughs> there was that one guy that could fix them. <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you think they would have done a better job of protecting that guy? <laughs> it's some redundancy there. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Backup so, power supply. I don't know. So, so Alex, uh, you you maintain that this movie is awesome. It is. Uh, let's, I just <laughs> want to go through like a, a quick checklist of things. Uh, to confirm whether it's awesome or not. Okay. Does it does it have a brand new hair metal version of the theme song to open in the movie? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. All right, check. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> does it have a stupid kid? Does it yeah. have a stupid kid? It's actually the son of the first stupid kid that was in the original series. Oh, it was yeah. Spike's son, Daniel. Okay, that's not cool. That's yeah, yeah, kind of not cool. Just, as an aside, what? why did Spike name his son Daniel? Spike's dad's name was some other wrench or something, right? <laughs> Alan. Alan. Well, yeah. But Spike's dad, I mean, he had like a, you know, a utility kind of name. Monkey. And then, and then <laughs> Monkey and Spike. But I'm serious on this. And then, then he had named his son Spike, and then Spike breaks that chain. He's like, I don't know, Daniel. I maybe he hated it, his dad. It's maybe like that song, A Boy Named Sue. Maybe Spike just hated his dad for naming him Spike. That's actually probably right. Mm. So there's a stupid kid. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. He, he's the worst part of every scene that he's in. Yeah. Yeah, right. he's not Ex- except, great. Oh, no, wait. For every scene he's in. Okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Uh, do, is there an excessive amount of Transformers forming up to form new Transformers? Well, uh, was it Devastator? I think is this the first appearance of Devastator? No, De- Devastator. Devastator is the Constructicon one, right? Yes. Yeah, he was in. He was in season one. Okay. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't want to hear this stuff, you shouldn't have joined. Yeah. Yeah, Devastator. In in the in seasons one and two, they had it. One, two, three, four, four or five, of the the wannabe Voltrons. Some of them only had, like, one appearance. They used Devastator a lot, though. Yeah, Devastator was one of the mainstays. And then the Insectoids were... They did another thing, right? Oh, the, Ins- oh yeah, Insect... 
That's right. There was the Insecticons didn't form up, but then there was that other later there was another form up group made of different insect uh Decepticons, yeah. Mm. So, so <laughs> and there's so just... Bruticus, the the protective bots, <laughs> the jets. Oh, all the cars. I don't remember what they're called, even though I had like five of them. The cars from the Decepticons. Okay. And... I'm gonna jump jump in here, Mike, sorry. Uh <laughs> the so I, I bring that up because it, it turns into a giant uh, commercial at that point. Oh, we yeah. talked about the, the Autobot City, but like <laughs> almost every Decepticon or Autobot forms a giant Autobot or Decepticon. Uh, yeah. It, in in the, the highlights I watched, there was five or six of them. And then there was the two Ghetto Blaster robots. Yeah. We each had four or five mini ones inside of their their tape players. Oh which would, yeah. Which would in real life, you have to buy a, You have to buy a few of those separately. Yes, <laughs> I'm pretty sure all of them are separate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it it balances out. On one hand, yes, it's awesome that they all transform. On the other hand, it, it's stupid that they they all do it. Uh, Along okay. those lines, that was part of the reasoning why they were killing off so many Autobots was because Hasbro, like, discontinued the production of those toys. So they're like, well, we're not going to make those toys anymore. We might as well just kill them off to give them a reason why these kids can't get these toys anymore. Right. It's like, oh, they're dead, so that's why I can't buy the toy. And they wanted some new toys in the in the shelves, so that's why they started introducing a lot more other uh, robots. That's pretty Alex, did, did Did you read the quote from some of the... I don't know if it was writers and producers, but some of the people who worked on the show and then on the movie, that they were so shocked by the outrage of killing all the Autobots. Because like, they just saw it as like bringing in the new toys, and they, they hadn't considered kids having these emotional attachments to their robot heroes. That was, a, that was another thing that uh, this movie and G.I. Joe, the movie, were kind of uh, being uh, written and produced in tandem. But Transformers one came out first, and uh, Hasbro was at, uh, I mean the production company actually asked Hasbro if we can kill off Duke, you know, ah. to get to give the movie a you know a bit more gravitas or whatever, and they're like, yeah, sure, kill off Duke, and you and they're like, <laughs> you know what, uh, why don't you kill off Optimus Prime too while you're at it, you oh. know, for for new toys and stuff. And it's like okay, but Transformers the movie came out first. Optimus Prime got killed, and there was such a backlash that they're like, you know what, don't don't kill off Duke. So they just had Duke be in a coma <laughs> that he eventually came out of after after his movie. But oh, and you and you know that what, what they ended up doing in season three, right, of Transformers? I don't think I ever got that far in Transformers. Oh, okay, well, I ran was... out of money, and I had to switch to Gobots. Ah, uh... <laughs> right, Jeff? Yeah, po- post movie. Post movie, they had a like five part or something called the Return of Optimus Prime because oh. they were like, "Please don't stop buying our toys. <laughs> Here is the guy you like." <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and that was completely in response to that backlash, was they had the little built-in miniseries. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So, so it being a. Uh, a triple A film. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought in some of the the A list actors. Uh, talk a little bit about that. As Hot Rod, what I don't remember the fuck the name. Yeah, any of the Hot characters. Rod. You guys have been naming characters. I don't remember any of them except for Optimus Prime and Starscream. <laughs> uh, Hot Rod yeah, uh, becomes uh, Optimus Prime. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Duh. That's right. Spoilers. Yeah, he he magically grows. Apparently, the the MacGuffin they use, like it's the uh, transform Autobot, matter. The uh, Autobot leadership matrix. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's the matrix. That's, bends the rules. That's voiced by Judd Nelson. Of, yes, it is. Pack rat thing. Pack rat. Oh wow. Rat. Wow. Brat. Brat pack. I should say. That would have been a little weird if Sinatra was doing... Or Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. Uh, Listen yeah, here, Optimus. Yeah. You got this bad dude coming at you. He had a robot yeah. eye. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, your, your Sammy Davis sounds a lot like Dennis Miller. Hey, Cha-Cha. Just saying. 
<laughs> oh man! So you got that. You got Leonard Nimoy's, which has already been uh, Nimoy brought up as. Why oh, you say it that way? That's how it's pronounced. No, it's not Alex. What? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So Leonard Nimoy as Nimoy. Leonard as? Nimoy as as I don't no. remember. Oh, <laughs> you're actually. I, I thought you were. Yeah, actually... I thought you were pausing for effect. What <laughs> <laughs> you doing, Super Troopers? Littering and littering and Leonard Nimoy and Leonard Nimoy and. But yes, he was Galvatron, which, by the way, is like. Uh, kind of a dick move of firing the original voice actor, because Megatron had a completely different voice, and then his character gets transformed, and then Leonard Nimoy is here. He gets then in upgrade. a series afterwards, uh, they <laughs> bring Megatron's voice back, and he just he just turns on extra crazy because that because he's Galvatron. Ah, I see. Isn't Galvatron's new power that he can turn into a gun that can actually fire himself? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a self-firing giant cannon instead of a micro gun that Starscream has to hold. Mm-hmm. Is his name the Masturbator? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like the the lamest superpower. Yeah, I get it. Jeff. <laughs> Hope so. <laughs> yeah, plenty. He has a tripod and everything. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> then finally, Orson Welles as Unicron, oh, yeah. the Living Planet. So I, I, cracked, I, I cracked this joke in an earlier podcast that uh, Orson Welles was a planet in Transformers, <laughs> and he went in to, to play Unicron. <laughs> it was just Orson Welles. No animation required. I saw like a little behind-the-scenes behind the 20th anniversary thing, and the guy that headed up the voice recording said that Orson Welles came in Around 450 pounds. Holy crap. Jesus. I didn't know he got that big. It's massive, yeah. He basically ate himself to death. Yeah, he died before he finished recording, and Leonard Nimoy finished the lines <laughs> Im- imitating Orson Welles. Wow. And they used a synthesizer. Original autotune. <laughs> they used the same technology for uh, the Ghetto Blaster guy. Soundwave. Oh, okay. Is that why they're called Autobots? But out of all the voices, it's always Optimus Prime that's uh, been the most awesome. Yes. So cool that they brought him back for the shitty Michael Bay movies. And the, you know yeah. they only brought him back because of fan outrage? Because the, the producer, when, when he was being interviewed by some nerd site, the, producer, the interviewer was like, so are you going to get... Peter Cullen and Frank Welker to do Optimus and Megatron. The producer's like, no. No one wants to hear TV talent in a movie. Oh, what a dick. And then the interviewer's like, well, Transformers fans want to hear those two voices. Pretty much just those two voices. And (laughs) he's like, otherwise, I don't think anyone's going to see the movie. Then the producer, you can, and it's text only, but you can hear he's scared shitless that no one's going to see the movie. He's like, well, I mean, obviously we'll uh, listen to their uh, demo or Whatever. If he, wants can, to, yeah. if he wants to audition, yeah, we'll, we'll hear him. <laughs> and like two weeks later, they said, Peter Cullen is Optimus Prime. <laughs> then H, of then Frank Welker went on to play Nibbler on Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he still played Megatron and, and, on all the video games. Yeah. Nope, he had no other work. <laughs> Just Nibbler. Nibbler. Between, between uh, Transformers and this, no voice work at all. <laughs> Except for like the hundred, hundred, he has like hundreds of credits. Like, right. he's probably the most prolific uh, voice actor ever. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. More than Mill Blank? Because he always play like he always do like the animal sounds. More roles, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he, he's he's more often than not he's Santa's little helper. Oh, that's right. Oh, I should have known that. And also, whenever they've got a that. horse on The Simpsons, like here is D. Right, right. You'll usually see Frank Welker's name show up when there's a significant animal. If not, then you can kind of hear that it's Dan Castellaneta. <laughs> Did he play Poochie? <laughs> it's possible. No, that was Homer Simpson. 
Oh. Hi, this is Homer Simpson. <laughs> Hello to all the folks out there in Radio Land. So I've got one more one more item on my checklist to see whether the movie's awesome or not. Here we go. D- does yeah. we mentioned the hair metal? Does the soundtrack in general sound like it was made by Bill Conte's brother? <laughs> uh, yes, it was. It was uh, the music was by Vince DiCola, so pretty much pretty close enough. You've Scott. got the touch. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Scott. terrible. I love that song. I, I really like the movie, but I, I need to help you out with one more. Uh, Alex, is there or is there not a wholly unrelated Weird Al song in the middle of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> the debut of Dare to be Stupid was in this movie. <laughs> so, so they have Weird Al's great Dare to be Stupid. But there's another song in the movie called Dare, where Dare's set like 20 times in the song. Somebody didn't quite think that through, but then they're like, ah, there's a bunch of kids singing it, they're not going to give a shit. It's true. And they were right. <laughs> but they only said, Weird Al only said like Dare to be stupid in the song in the movie like a, like once, I think. I don't even remember oh. how that whole scene plays out, or why it's inappropriate for anything, other than there's some robots that act like retards. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's the junk bots or whatever they're yeah, called. Yeah, on the, suddenly on the, it's like dare to be stupid. It's like that I'm, doesn't matter. Yeah, on planet junk. What's the name of the planet? Junk. Do those robots help them, or are they just there as comic relief? No, they're there, and they start beating the crap out of the surviving Autobots that crash landed on their planet. But then they give the uh, <laughs> hot rod gives the universal like sign or sign for hello. And it's he says some stupid words and hands him like a little bit of onion. Hands him a little bit. Meow. What's the what's the uh, what's their power source MacGuffin thing? Oh, oh, energon. Yeah, energon. A little bit of energon, and then everybody's friends, and all the junk guys repair all the guys so that he, they destroy. So, so, so he passes out free party drugs. Pretty much. Okay. And they're all friends, and then they all team up against Unicron. Mm-hmm. The Go-Bots! The, the Go-Bots! <laughs> but yeah, in the end, everybody teams up against Unicron, the living planet, because he keeps eating hey, the no, planets. Hey, no, hold on. We're, we're not, wait, wait, we're not leaving this music, this soundtrack thing yet. Oh. What the hell? <laughs> it's terrible. It does not fit this movie. Sure it does. It's like they took the Rocky soundtrack Adam, and Adam, put it over a kid's cartoon. Yes. That's 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 what I was saying, the brother of Bill Conti. Yeah, I know. Like, it doesn't fit the movie at all. I, I watched clips today, too, and I thought it was someone just being funny on the internet well, and you, putting it on you there. Need, wait, you should have done how I did it, Jeff, which was listen to the music first with no context and then watch the clips. Because with no context, you're like, sweet, this sounds like fucking like Rocky 3.5. Right? Just all yeah. the stupid ass, taking it to the limit. Limit. <laughs> You've got the touch. Like, like any of those so- like songs would have fit perfectly in uh, Transformers. In fact, but no, it wouldn't. It would fit. I want to swap right, out yeah, Rocky. I want to swap out. I want to see somebody do like a mashup where they swap out, take it to the limit, and put in "You've Got the Touch" instead. <laughs> It'll see if it plays out any differently. Let's do it. But wait, isn't that the song that was playing during the big fight between Optimus and Megatron? It's no. way inappropriate. Like, yeah, it does not match it, at all. It's, it's it's like Maximum Overdrive, where they're just trying to squeeze into every ACDC song, and it makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> it's so terrible. I guess the Dare to Be Stupid kinda has some context because they're all running around like idiots, but everything else is like, "You've got the touch, yeah." And then there's hair metal intro, which sounds badass. Mm-hmm. But anyways. All right, yes, Jeff, on. I agree. I agree. I agree, Jeff. <laughs> All right, thank you. So Optimus is on his deathbed. He hands over the, you know, the leadership matrix, the Autobot leadership matrix, the MacGuffin. Which, which he has a perfect slot in his chest for, by the way. Well, because he's a prime. Yeah. He's Optimus Prime. Only the Primes can carry the Autobot leadership matrix. That sounds a lot uh. like North Korea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only the Oons can carry the Oon leadership, leadership matrix. Yeah. Okay, I guess <laughs> that makes sense because I thought it was I thought it was kind of bullshit. They open up their chests and they it fits perfectly when he passes it off. They they it must have been like the 
the uh, toe wrapping thing I used to do with young girls. <laughs> yeah, the they, the they just, foot binding. Yeah, they just instead with the with the primes they carve out these slots in their chests, mm-hmm. and they live with the scar. <laughs> it's pretty messed up. In the hopes of and an putting eternal in emptiness inside. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So he hands it off to. At least they get to be like bullshit, like Mack trucks instead of like stupid Beatles and. Chevettes or whatever the hell they were turning into. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. So he, hands, he hands it up to another um, Autobot called Ultra Magnus. And now he's the leader of the Autobots in the interim. Voiced over, voiced over by who? Robert Stack. Ooh, Robert Stack. Mm-hmm. Solved mysteries. But before he dies, Optimus has, oh, this is going to be carried by another Autobot right after you that's going to shine it in our darkest hour. So it's like, oh, great. So Ultra Magnus is pretty much just hiding it for the next asshole. It's going to pop out, <laughs> like, probably within this film. And he does. There's uh, one <laughs> one thing that I do have a problem with with this movie, only one, is when all the uh, Decepticons are escaping Autobot City, they ride in that big uh, Decepticon that's a space train. The, the thing that transforms into a train... And then into a space shuttle? Astrotrain. Yeah, Astrotrain. Thank you. Yeah, that guy's... That guy's <laughs> it was, it's a pretty cool toy, but it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so, so what you're saying is that the Autobots pulled a train. <laughs> they, they pulled a train on that guy. But he transforms into a train, and then all the Decepticons pile in, and then as he starts choo-choo-chewing... He hits the edge of whatever, then he turns into a space shuttle and he takes off into outer space, which is like a very retarded way of taking off into outer space. But anyways, halfway, they're escaping back to Cybertron, their home base, which they control, and Astrotrain goes, oh, there's too much weight. We're going to have to, you know, lose some dead, you know, cargo and stuff in order to make it back to Cybertron. (laughs) But they're already in outer space. So I think he was just being a dick. <laughs> was he in on Starscream's plan? <laughs> I think so. Because they just throw all the wounded, every single wounded Decepticon out into outer space, including Megatron. And that's how he meets Unicron, the living planet. And transforms him into an actual badass. That can jack himself off. <laughs> so that happens... You know- Yes. Just as an aside for like Starscream, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, in the series, he's always like, "I'd be a good leader," uh, and he usually is really terrible whenever he tries. Mm-hmm. The one time he built his own crew that cr- that turned into Bruticus, he beat the shit out of all of the Decepticons by himself. So it's like you know, he actually is better than Megatron. So it kind of made sense in retrospect that he had that uh, coronation ceremony where everyone's kind of. Mm-hmm. Not that into it, but they're going along with it. <laughs> All right, semi crossover. Who's who's the bigger bitch, Starscream or Cobra Commander? Cobra Commander. Oh yeah, because I th- I'm going to say <laughs> Cobra Star- Commander because he's already in a position of leadership and he should be more assertive. Yeah, but they all and- like bow kowtow to like Destro and Megatron are basically the same character. No, no, they're not. Destro is, is the weapons dealer who just gives him lip and points out that he's an idiot. Megatron beats the shit out of him for trying to take over. And points out that he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. And, points out, and points out that he's an idiot. Yeah, Megatron yeah. is the leader. But, but Starscream, Starscream, yeah. And Starscream fights all they the time. They both have white face. Cobra Commander like, does everything he can to not fight. Yeah, they do have white face. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Starscream will fight. He'll be cheap about it, but he will fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whereas Cobra Commander just always runs away. Okay. I think we've settled this. Mm-hmm. Quite okay. handily. Oh, you didn't yeah, ask yeah. for my opinion. Oh, Jeff, what do you think? <laughs> Jeff, what do you think, Jeff? <laughs> the GoBots. <laughs> I, I knew it. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, Starscream is the ship? The spa- I mean, the, the jet? The jet. Yeah, the, He's the, the, the red and white jet. Yeah. Oh, see, I knew that. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all I know. Little bitch. But anyways, he finally gets his comeuppance when uh, Galvatron shows up to the coronation ceremony and shows off his new jack-off ability and turns into a giant gun that disintegrates 
Starscream. And all that's left is the crown that they put on him. And then he just steps on it. By, by the way, it takes him like five minutes to turn to that gun. <laughs> you, think, you think Starscream could have like moved a foot or two to the left? Well, I think Starscream was interested to see what the new transformation was. Yeah, <laughs> so cool. Blah. Is he going to be a truck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's another gun? Real fucking original. And then he gets blown away. I'm not going to carry you, Galvatron. <laughs> he does need someone to turn him, though, now. <laughs> I can fire you know, myself, is... but aim me this way. He's always had his Mr. Smithers, which uh, is, um, what's his name? The other gun, the one that lives on Cybertron? Oh, yeah. Shockwave. Shockwave. Yeah, Shockwave. Shockwave was his Smithers, for sure. That Shockwave would live to just turn Galvatron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shockwave so. always seemed super competent of all the Decepticons. He's probably the single smartest robot in the entire series. Yes, I agree with that. He's like running Cybertron all by himself. <laughs> and he doesn't, he never falls for anything. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't shrink. When he turns into a gun, he just stays full size like he's made for Unicron. So I was going to follow up on that. Model 101. <laughs> I remember the cartoon when Megatron would turn into a gun, he'd shrink every single time. That was bullcrap. <laughs> it's it's complete crap, yes. Yeah. Not, not only just from a... That doesn't make any sense because he was massive to begin with. So why wouldn't he turn into a giant gun? Like, yeah, exactly. they all had they, they all had fucking laser blasters and pistols. Like, how is his being able to turn into another one helpful to anybody? He was just the more, yeah. more powerful gun. Yeah, the implication is that it's stronger when he's transformed. Also, when somebody else is pulling the trigger for him, is that like being stuck in his like robot cloaca or something? I don't, I don't know. Like, what, they never really go into where that physical space would be when he's transformed into a robot. Yeah, well, on the toy, it was his penis. Yep. Ah, okay. <laughs> they had to well, change. I would assume so. Yeah, they had to change the model. <laughs> That's kind of blew my mind when I first saw that original Megatron. So. Yeah. <laughs> This this movie has uh, the one female Autobot, which just yeah, raises RC. all kinds of questions. RC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super hot. Does, does it really raise questions, Scott? I, I think I know why the Autobots and Decepticons went to war. <laughs> what? I, I think I know why they went to war, though. <laughs> Down to one female. They didn't have a girl to pull their triggers? <laughs> That's just... Get your mind out of the gutter, Alex. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so they start their assault on Unicron. And Ultra Magnus tries to release the power of the Matrix, but he can't for some reason. And then it's up to... It falls onto uh, Hot Rod. And magically, he's able to open the Matrix and release its power. And he turns into Rodimus Prime. It turns out he is. He's a got the touch. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> turns out he is a Prime, and he can carry the Matrix. And they destroy Unicron. But the coolest thing about that is that when they destroy Unicron, his head continually orbits Cybertron from then on as the new moon of Cybertron. So <laughs> Cybertron's got <laughs> never this big, forget. Yeah. As giant, a warning to the enemies of the Autobots. Yeah. A giant robot head orbiting Cybertron, which is pretty badass. And happily ever after. A bunch of Autobots die, but no Decepticons. <laughs> the end. Thank Christ. So what was your favorite Transformer as a kid? <laughs> there we go. Like the only question I have for this. I like a Wheeljack. That was the guy that was the sports car cop, right? I'm going to assume oh. it was. Wheeljack, sure. I don't think he was a cop. The sports car cop. Oh, oh, right, right. No, that He's was... a cop, you idiot! <laughs> I know it was one of the guys that got killed in the first five minutes, so I was very yeah, one sad. Of the, cop, the cop guy, he was like something like Spokescreen or Mirage. One of those guys was one of the sports car cops. Wheeljack was just a sports car, like a Nissan Z or something. Oh, okay. Well, it might have been Wheeljack. But Wheeljack was cool, too. Mm -hmm. And he got killed, and I was sad. Jeff, who's your favorite I Transformer? I don't know. It was either Optimus Prime or Soundwave. 
Who's your favorite GoBot? Uh, the, the Gray Jet. I don't know his name. <laughs> he was the leader. Leader one. The, the, the Rockbot. <laughs> yeah, the Rockbot. <laughs> Are you referencing the Rock Lords now? The, the GoBots crossover? Mm-hmm. Is that what that's from? Yeah. Yeah. I just remember there being a toy that turned into a rock. Yeah, I had yeah. that one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Scott, both you and I had those. I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this explains so much. <laughs> Brian, what's your favorite Transformer toy? I never don't never saw Transformers. Yeah, you had what? the toys, though. No, I didn't. Did I? Yeah. No, I don't remember. <laughs> Probably I I oh no! Wait, I revised my choice. Grimlock is my favorite. He's the best. Who did I have, Jeff? I don't know. I, didn't, I never had any. I thought you just had the I, truck. No, I think you had. I think, like I think you had some Dinobots or something. Dinobots are pretty cool. Yeah. Combine two two of the favorite things a nerdy kid would love. Scott. Also, also Grimlock. Shockwave, right? goes, uh, was it Soundwave or Shockwave? Soundwave was a tape player. Shockwave was a gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soundwave, then. Yeah. <laughs> he was your favorite, the boombox? Yeah. He's better. Yeah, like, he was, yeah, most, pretty he cool. was the most robot-y, and he had the Optimus Prime faceplate. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I had that guy. Too. He was also the, the, the other competent robot. Both the, both the Wave robots were the competent ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, just to talk about Grimlock for a second. He gets a lot of, a lot of screen time at least in the, the highlights that I saw. He goes full <laughs> retard in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're trying to escape from the Decepticons, and all of the Dinobots are demanding for the old the old man to tell him a story. <laughs> it's very strange. <laughs> We're trying to escape from these guys. They're shooting at us. No, tell us a story. Tell us more about whatever you did. Like, ugh. Oh. Come on, guys. Brian, right, what was so your I favorite? He said he didn't have him. What? So I have to ask, do you guys... I'm assuming you guys like this better than the Michael Bay movies? <laughs> Much better. Yeah. Uh, ever- I barely remember this movie, but yes. Okay. I've, I've only seen the... Okay, here's a question for everybody. Has everybody, anybody seen all four of them? <laughs> no. I only saw the I, first one. Yeah, I saw, I saw the, the first, first one. I've yep. seen the first two. I saw the one with Megan Fox in it. I don't know how many of them that she was in, but I saw one with her, and I don't think I saw any others. There's I think Shia LaBeouf. I think I think Guess Wade put it put it best with all the the special effects that went on in those first two movies. She was the most impressive thing to look at. <laughs> so yeah, that Shia LaBeouf is so hot, right, Brian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any. Brian went full retard on that too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, so the TV show, how long was it running on for years, seasons? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> three years. Prepositions. Three seasons. Words. <laughs> At least three seasons. Yeah. Pretty sure it was just three. There was the two, then the movie, and then the one post-movie with all the weird characters and the really, really low production values. <laughs> the first two were all animated in Japan, and they looked really nice. The movie, and then the thir- yeah. And the movie, that was the last thing that they animated with that really good studio. And then with season three, they went with this, at the time, new, really terrible <laughs> Korean... Korean South Korean um, animation studio that was that was created just for Transformers and has since they're still in business they've since become a really big animation studio but on their first gig they were terrible they had no idea what they were doing <laughs> I couldn't tell do the guys that do the Simpsons animations now they do work on the Simpsons sometimes it's I don't Akom A K O M whatever and I know that whenever <laughs> they worked on Batman the animated series. Their episodes always get, like, knocked for animation quality. Mm. They suck. But whatever. All right, another crossover moment. Of all the cartoons slash toy lines out there, what were your guys' favorite? What was your favorite? 
So like G.I. Joe, Transformers, He-Man, Voltron. Those four. Voltron. <laughs> Thunder, <laughs> Thundercats. I don't know what other ones there were. but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, Ninja Turtles. A little later. That came a little bit later, but yeah. But yeah, Voltron, for sure. He-Man and Transformers are kind of like a tie for me. Those were awesome. Okay, Mike? I can't decide. The four, the four that were listed, those are all as high. <laughs> Jesus. G.I. Joe, Transformers, He-Man, Voltron. Silverhawks. Joe <laughs> had the had the badass tanks, but uh, Transformers. If you got if you got the big, the actual, like, I don't know, foot and a half long uh, lions. Those were badass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian, probably Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't remember having many toys. I don't know. Because you kept biting them when you became mad at them. Yeah. <laughs> like Nintendo. And even Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I didn't have too many of them. Yeah, I think you still watch all the toys, Jeff. You piece of crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. How about some? How about some really obscure ones like Swamp Thing, or the the really terrible uh, Captain Planet toys? <laughs> nope. Well, they were only terrible because they were used from recycled materials. <laughs> they they had to take pollution down to zero, if you remember. Yeah. Sounds. <laughs> nope. I don't remember. <laughs> Heart. <laughs> oh, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. Oh, Jeebus H. I don't think this had a toy. <laughs> they did. Have a they toy. did. Yeah, they did. And we are the Knights of Justice. Some, they had some, like, poem after that. Yeah. <laughs> Arthur King and his football team full of douchebags <laughs> transported back <laughs> to King Arthurian ages. Oh, my gosh. That fucking cartoon. Were there toys for uh, Conan the Adventurer cartoon? Oh, yeah. Because I remember that. That cartoon was surprisingly good. It had an actual story yeah. arc. Conan the Adventurer. Warrior without fear. I do remember watching that one before going to school in the mornings. That one, I discovered that cartoon, and I was playing Final Fantasy at the same time, so I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> it was the that, best that year it, I ever had. That that and Exo Squad. Oh, and Exo Squad. Exo Squad. I still haven't seen. It. I saw the first two episodes and I was shocked with how grown up it was. Like on the second episode, they killed off what seemed like one of the main characters, and the toys were great. They killed <laughs> off next Ned Stark. What? What? Spoilers. <laughs> you mean Ned Flanders? Buenos ding dong señor. It feels like I've got no head at all. No head at all. <laughs> nice. Alright, so we uh are done? I think it's time. Alright. It's time for <laughs> Neam News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It was yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> really? This whole time where you were doing nothing for this episode, you couldn't have clicked on the interwebs? All my energy was spent not turning my computer off. Um, <laughs> Who won the Kings game tonight, Jeff? <laughs> not the Kings. Oh. Scott, bring us your news. All right. Uh, not much this week for me. Um, the, the Academy Awards, obviously, were last weekend. Uh... I only saw Birdman of the nominated films, so I did okay. <laughs> I lucked out on that one, I guess. Uh, as far as Academy Awards goes, it was super boring, even more so than usual. It's always boring, but it was really bad this time around. Uh, yep. <laughs> I was disappointed in the with the In Memoriam. Uh, they used drawings of people. Instead of the usual play a little clip or have a little soundbite or something, uh, just the pictures for a, a few seconds. And then after that, they had somebody come out and sing. It didn't make any sense. I mean, the, the show lasted like th- like almost four hours. So, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know why I watch it anymore. Uh, I know. You, you watch it for John Travolta now. It's true. He he totally was on the road to redeeming himself for last year. And it was actually one of the f- the only funny things that happened all night. You know, he came out with the Dina Menzel, and they they 
they were laughing it off that what happened and uh, and then he started touching her face <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he got really creepy uh, <laughs> you just guy can't get out of his own way you know I, I almost feel bad for him <laughs> so yeah. did you see his magic trick that he did did he put a guy a pencil through a guy no like <laughs> supposedly he had that envelope of like these things he wrote of, like a couple days earlier or something Oh, oh that I mean gag. Neil Patrick Harris. MPH. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> John Travolta does magic? Oh my gosh, this is so weird. Oh my gosh. He's the president of the Magic Castle, so he's awesome. Yes, he is. He's also a member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not only president. Not only president. <laughs> Strong. That it, Scott? Uh, unless you got anything else to add about the Oscars or anybody else. Um, no. I, it, some, there was obviously some snubs. Uh, someone to get nominated for anything except for music and the best picture at the end, which is still pretty big for the picture. Uh, everything is awesome. Should have gotten nominated for best song. Yep. It's kind of like, or Lego no, I mean, the uh, Lego movie sh- should have got nominated for uh, animated feature. Yes, it's insane that it didn't. But uh, and then Big Hero Six won. I mean, it's Big Hero Six is a good movie, but you can oh, you can tell from the very beginning where the movie's headed, and it's like, okay, this is all gonna play out the way I wanted to. I'm entertained, but it's not best animated feature. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, it's the be- it, for me, it was the best thing that that studio made so far. That is true. It was pretty strong. So I have a theory on why. Because these are all old people who have kids and have stepped on many Legos throughout their lives and were just as vengeance. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Legos. One of these days, I'm going to hold it against you. And they did it. So there you go. <laughs> and the Oscars were predictable again, giving it to an actor who played someone with a, some sort of disability. Yes, I, I was saying all night that he went... You won because he didn't go full retired. Look retarded, yeah. retarded, not retarded. <laughs> I I don't even pay attention anymore. Who won for what? I mean, on yeah. someone you're talking about. The guy who played Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, perfect. That's good. Yeah. And then uh, Julianne Moore won for the woman with Alzheimer's. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Wow. Nope. All right. I don't. They could have I mean, been great performances. I, I yeah, they might have been. I hadn't seen them. Uh, just too. Predictable. The pattern is so funny. Michael Keaton was pretty great in Birdman, though. Just saying. I still need to see that. I heard it's so good. It is. King of the Birdman. There's only one real Birdman. And he's in the Pacific somewhere, ordering pizza. <laughs> I do have to say the uh, Alan, Alan, Turing, Alan Turing, the guy who, um, the, the man who won the um, Oscar, what was it for Best Writer, or adapted to screenplay or something i don't know i think it was adapted and screenplay he's up there and he goes how am i up here <laughs> and alan turing like pretty much was you know humiliated shot down i thought it was a pretty good speech he had anyhow i don't know if you guys paid there, there was a lot of uh is he the father yeah, there, he, there was a lot of he's the father of computer science right basically he the first well he's credited with the first modern uh, computer Building the code breakers. Did he start all the downloading? He did. Mm. <laughs> Stupid. Help, computer. We have Alan Turing oh. to thank for Lemon Party. <laughs> hey, and porn. Thank you, Mr. Turing. It's... Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Brian, any news? A uh, couple... Uh... Uh, reviews. I watched The Magnificent Seven. Um, Jesus the... Christ! You're what? You're turning into dad every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so so had you ever seen it before? No, I never saw it. Um, pretty, eh, just like any other western, pretty much. Uh, but it does have the badass song. I didn't realize it was from that movie. Uh, um, not what? that one. And now no? I can't even think. 
<laughs> no, that, that's from a spaghetti. That's from one of the Clint Eastwood spaghetti westerns, right? Wasn't oh, that? That's good. That's ugly. It's just full of dollars. True grit. Good, bad, the ugly. That's for, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to shoot, shoot. <laughs> Anyhow, Eli Wallach's in this one, too. Um, he's pretty good. Is he playing another Mexican? <laughs> yes, pretty much. And there's a, a funny line. It's I think it's a Charles Bronson. And, uh, he they're like these little kids that are following him around, and they want to be just like him. And at the end, he's dying, <laughs> and he goes, "What's my name?" <laughs> What's he goes? What's my name? What's my name? And the kids go, "Fernando." He just goes, "You damn right." And he dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. That's badass. It's pretty cool. It is. <laughs> he goes, "You're damn right," and then he just falls Ugh. over. Um, and then last night I was just browsing through HBO, and I stumbled upon a movie, <laughs> Runner, Runner. You heard of that one, Scott? Runner. Logan's Run, Run, Runner. Which uh, one? Runner, Runner. No, no, she's yeah. Runner Runner, and it's actually uh, Justin Timberlake and Ben Affleck, some sort of gambling movie. And I caught, like, the midway through, but it was actually somewhat entertaining, decent. Um, yeah, and then also Archer, the previous season, comes on Netflix March 7th, I think. Yes. So, I'm excited. Archer, Archer Netflix announced. Yes, I haven't seen any of those, so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And uh, last but not least, Always Sunny. I don't know if you guys have been watching it, but I've been uh, I've been pretty good so far this season. <laughs> I just cut up on Netflix. Uh, have you, seen, you haven't seen this season yet? No, I haven't. Okay. Some pretty funny ones. I know <laughs> they, they uh, capitalized on all the uh, Mac gay innuendo from the previous seasons, and they cash out in this next one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> did you watch this week's episode? If you did, then you get what he's saying. I've I've not. I'm the last one with his dad, wasn't it? Yeah, the most recent uh, one was was titled "Mac Kills His Dad." I still haven't seen <laughs> yeah. that. Sorry, the episode before. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't remember that one now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Before I go to Alex and Mike. I got some breaking news I got to come in with. I just found Shit. Sigourney Weaver's Ripley returning a new Aliens movie. Yeah, the Neil Blumkin movie, right? Yeah, Neil Blumkin. <laughs> Blumkin? <laughs> really? Blumkamp. No, Blumkamp. Oh, God damn it, Alex. <laughs> I said it's Blumkamp. awesome. <laughs> I got a bad mic over but here. The... <laughs> They're ignoring <laughs> Alien 3. They're ignoring Alien 3 and Alien 4, so it's like those never happened. Yes. And yes, Neil Blumkin is going to be um, <laughs> directing it. There you go. He's the guy that did District 9 and Chappie and stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he also did uh, oh, Elysium. Wow. So Elysium I thought was awful. But we'll see. Chappie looks good, and District 9 was awesome. So I haven't seen Elysium yet. But yeah, I am. All right, Mike, no one cares. Oh, Mike. I was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a couple days ago, I wanted to see what uh, Duncan Jones was up to, the guy that directed Moon and Source Code, and uh, he was. It turns out he directed and co-wrote the upcoming Warcraft movie. So huh. I'm really on the fence about that because, like, one or two video game movies ever have been good, and Mario Brothers. Right, and uh, Mortal, Kombat Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but he's so talented that I'm thinking maybe it can work, but I don't know. It's possible he just got corralled into it and then... How could Blizzard afford him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he, he's been uh, promoting the project for a while. He, fun fact, he's uh, David Bowie's kid. Yep. Oh, I didn't Just know saying. that. Yep. Oh yeah, the movie, the yeah. Warcraft, Warcraft was supposed to come out the exact same date as Star Wars Seven until Star Wars Seven got announced 
for a release date, so they moved it to next year, next year in March. That's a smart move. I, it's a good thing they moved Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you meant they moved Warcraft. Okay. Hey, what do you think would happen if they combined those two? I would call it War Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I would I'd too. Watch, I'd watch that. Or Starcraft. Boom. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Look at that! Mind blown. And on, on that note, we should just end. I call it War Stars. <laughs> no, because I really hope the the World of Warcraft movie is just seriously like people, like guys, just killing the same goblins over and over and over again, trying to get some cool loot, and that's the entire movie. <laughs> well, it's based on the the older games, so mm-hmm. they're going to be building roads and. Not enough minerals and stuff. They're going to be yelling about infrastructure issues. And job's done. Job's <laughs> done. That's the end of the movie. Job's done. <laughs> All right. Yes, me I'm Lord. ready. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> We did it. Oh, when they do the big THX like thing at the very beginning, it should go, Your sound card works perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> They do it, Blizzard. They better now. Uh, I'll egg your building. I'm close <laughs> enough. I can throw one from here and hit it, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that it, Mike? That's it for me. More. All right. Alex. Uh, two juicy tid- tidbits. Uh, first, the sad news. Uh, if anybody's a California, Southern California native, uh, Lisa May is no longer with the uh, Kevin and Bean show. Um, what happened? I'm about that. Well, well, when I, you know, discovered her or whatever, I, all of a sudden, like, Lisa May wasn't on a show, and it was Allie McKay that was in with the gang, and I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, they announced that she went on vacation or something, and I didn't hear about it. And then today, because of all the internet backlash, Kevin and Bean and Ralph actually had to have, you know, a quote-unquote conversation with the audience about what happened. And they just started phasing out stuff that they felt people weren't going to K-Rock for, which is the traffic. Just like how they phased out the rock and surf report with What's-His-Face. <laughs> they, they, they also fired Doc on the Rock. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't think they were torn up about that one as much. <laughs> yeah, they probably, probably did Yeah, they probably didn't feel like huge dicks about that. Yeah. <laughs> but... They were uh, trying to say how they wanted to have this whole thing where Lisa said goodbye to everybody in the show and maybe have a backup job just in the studio with them. And their bosses were like, yeah, okay, that sounds all great. And then they come into the office one day and they're like, no, Lisa's gone. And none of that is happening. And so everybody just kind of threw up their hands and they couldn't do anything about it. Their hands were legally tied up until, you know, today, I guess, is when I heard it. It was this morning. And, yeah, they felt just very bad about how the whole thing went down. Maybe she needed braces. <laughs> Lisa needs braces. Yeah, she, she'd been on the show with them for 24 years. Yeah. Kevin and Bean's been around for goddamn ever. Mm-hmm. They have. I remember when Ralph was a new guy. They called him the new guy. Ralph. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I feel that, feel um, bad for Lisa. Feel bad for how everything went down. Yeah. Do you guys know that Mark is back on uh, another station from Mark and Brian? No. Did not you know, know about Mark that. and Brian like went off the air like a year ago, and he, I think it's on one hundred point three, and he's back, and uh, he pretty much just talks tells stories about when he was on Mark and Mark and Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 That's actually pretty entertaining. <laughs> Uh, a, a million years ago, Kevin and Bean uh, did this fake murder thing where they, they said someone died and everybody thought it was real and the police got involved and even made its way to Unsolved Mysteries. And they finally, the authorities finally realized it was a hoax and they got in huge trouble and had to do community service and a bunch of shit. So now anytime it ever gets brought up on the show that that happened, they always say it was Mark and Brian. <laughs> Oh, no, is that no, what this is? Because that got it, brought no, no, up no, this no. morning. Yeah, yeah. They're like, no, no, you're getting this confused with Mark and Brian. <laughs> yeah. That, that wasn't us. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> that makes more sense now. 
Basically, any, anytime they, they've gotten in trouble for something, they always say, oh, no, 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 that was Mark and Brad. <laughs> Funny. Uh, we'll miss you, Lisa May. Yep. And now on to happier news. Uh, Netflix is producing a new Pee Wee Herman movie. It's gonna be Pee Wee Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Where are you going, Pee Wee? <laughs> <laughs> Where did didn't you say this like during the Pee Wee episode? Or no. No. Oh, okay. We just I thought someone told me. No, that. we just talked about Big Top Pee Wee. But this one is. is I'm sure that's what I'm getting confused yeah, with. I know. <laughs> Is being produced by Judd Apatow, so I'm very excited. Now, uh, I, yeah, but is that, you know, sorry, um, sorry, Mike, hold on, Mike, 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 let me interrupt real quick. Does that just get mean... a finish, please? Get a finish. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, I'm finished. The go, but the go, but <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. God damn it, Mike! You were saying something about Judd Apatow, right? Yeah. No, that wasn't. All right. Oh, okay. So no, maybe if you no, that if mean. you think about it, if you think about it when I'm talking, <laughs> go ahead and interrupt. So Alex, about like six years ago, I saw an interview with Paul Rubens, and he said he was working on another Pee Wee movie, and that the concept was beyond the playhouse. So it was combining the movie with the TV show. Do you know if this is that concept or if this is a different one? Um, I'm not too sure. Netflix really uh, in the article that I read. They, they didn't divulge a lot of stuff. They just said it was going to be a fateful meeting with a mysterious stranger inspires Pee Wee Herman to take his first ever holiday in this epic story of friendship and destiny. And that's okay. it. So maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You know, actually, given that, it sounds like someone shows up who looks just like Cowboy Curtis, but with sunglasses <laughs> and a leather jacket. <laughs> offers him a pill. Uh, Sam Jackson? <laughs> Delroy Lindo? <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Netflix is also doing a new Inspector Gadget with, in CG. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, now that interests me. And well, between that and the Zelda show, this is going to be one hell of a year. Hell yeah. And then outside of Netflix, uh, there's, they've announced an updated version of DuckTales. Oh, really? yes. Now that um, I can get behind. On uh, Disney Junior. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be on Disney Junior, right? Oh, so it's going to be terrible. Some, some, it's very possible. It's not very possible. There's close to no chance that it could be good, then. DuckTales. What? There's less than Disney Junior, Mike. There's some good stuff on there. <laughs> Today, bitch. Jake of the Jake of the Neverending <laughs> Pirates. Neverland. All right, I stand corrected. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Henry Huggle Monster. All right. It's gonna be, yeah, one of those <laughs> Disney channels. So, so Brian, what are your favorite shows from TV now? <laughs> Peppa Peppa Pig. That one's awesome. Uh, Luca. Okay. Every day, Luca. Hi, I'm Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy Pig. Ador- and my brother George. Yep. Adorably annoying. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know he gets the annoying part from me. I don't know where he's adorable from. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we done with the news? I think we are. It's time for... <laughs> Alright. It's time for... Well, we're done. That's what it's time for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Christ. yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Um... Be sure to go to our Facebook page. Be like Uber listener William. Make some awesome pictures. Thank you, Mr. William. Tell us how cool we are. Thank Tell you. us how shitty we are. Um, chirp us. Praise us. Chief Chirp us? I think. Yes. Chief I Chirp us. Chirp us. That Neon News picture was awesome, by the way. Yeah. Yes, that was pretty rad. Um, Where is yeah, Please around. go on Facebook. Please go to Facebook. Please go to iTunes. Give us a good rating or bad rating. Whatever. Just rate us. Just just tell us you like us. <laughs> Please. What about Stitcher? Yeah, Stitcher. Don't use Stitcher. Uh, yeah, Stitcher sucks. Don't use Stitcher. Oh, you know what you else? Oh, I have one more thing. Yeah, go. Yeah. Huh? Huh? DuckTales. L- loaded web. Facebook. <laughs> loaded web. <laughs> God damn it. Bringing it back. Bring it back. 
<laughs> That's been a long time. Yeah. All right. It caught me off um, guard. I was like, wait, load what weapon? <laughs> Next week, we're going to be talking about Office Space. Thanks for listening, everybody. You've got the time. Speaking of Danny Glover, <laughs> I saw Lethal Weapon, <laughs> Lethal Weapon 6. Oh my gosh. That's freaking gold.